I had anxiety all the time and I felt very trapped. And that's when after college and when I started my own healing journey, I was like, I want a relationship where I can be myself. But I didn't know who that was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I went like two years of just like being with myself and learning like, who is Elizabeth? Because I just don't even know who I am at all. I've just been what everybody else wants me to be. Right. And so that's kind of how I got here. Hello and welcome to the Healing and Dealing Podcast. I am your host, Charlotte, and I am so excited to go on this journey with you. Through a trauma-informed lens, we will navigate healing through conversation and connection while learning tools to embody our transformation and make lasting changes in our lives. We will cover relatable topics and discuss various modalities to put into action and ignite change. This podcast will have incredible guests who will share their story and provide proof that even in the darkest times, there is light waiting for us. If you landed here, it's for a reason. Now, let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Healing and Dealing podcast. Today, I have Elizabeth with us. She is a self-love mentor who helps women let go of the need to be perfect. So they step into who they are and their authentic, true selves. Hi, Liz. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited that we're here together. Liz and I met through Quantum Ripple Effect. We did the coaching certification together. And yeah, it's been what? Six months? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, think it's about, been a, I think we ended in, oh yeah, July, right? Yeah. July. It's been six yeah. months and, and we're both like doing our own thing now and testing the waters and really just, you know, getting comfortable in our, in our own spaces. So I've been following you on Instagram and I'm like, okay, you need to come on and share your beautiful story because I feel like so many women are going to connect with, especially the self-love piece and and really like all the transformation that you went through from, you know, the years before up until now. So I'd love to just hear your story and, you know, you can start wherever you think is important. If you want to start, you know, really young, that's fine. Or just when, you know, when it all started kind of becoming challenging for you. Yeah. So I, I guess, I guess it was always kind of challenging uh, for myself, but I didn't really realize that until I actually graduated college. Okay. And I guess like after college, I was in a relationship in college and then afterwards we broke up and then all of my stuff really came up for me. I didn't really know about this world or I wasn't in like a healing journey and none of that. So, but what really came up for me was I was sort of chase. Like I would, I was something, it wasn't like the first time this ever happened to me, but it was just like the big moment where I was like, why does this always happen to me? Like I, I remember feeling like, you know, I'm smart, beautiful, I'm nice. Like mm -hmm. why is that I always am the one who's like always chasing after things and chasing after boys and mm -hmm. also like not feeling good enough and I'm always feel worthless and why is that and so after about like four months after I realized I actually stumbled upon my uh like a coach and I didn't really mean to I just kind of like stumbled upon her 
because I just really wanted to figure out why mm-hmm. I kind of had like enough of the story of like not being good enough. And I wanted to change that. And really what, what I really wanted to do was I, I wanted to create a relationship that worked. So I was like, I need to, at the time I was like, I need to fix myself and there's something mm-hmm. must be something wrong with me. So I need to figure out what it is. And I remember I met this coach and I, that's when I really discovered actually what was coming up for me started a long time ago and actually started when I was, you know, a child and that's how I always just was and how it was coming up for me for a reason. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh. And I just fell in love with learning and discovering who I was for the first time, because then I realized that I spent my whole life. So yes, it started after college when I discovered this journey, but my whole entire life, I actually had no idea who I was. And I was just, I just abandoned myself like all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was just the girl that everybody else wanted me to be, mm-hmm. whatever that was, which for me was like the perfect girl. Like I always was the good girl and never cursed. And like, even now, like, I honestly think it's something I need to heal through, but like, <laughs> I don't curse like ever okay. because it's something that's like programmed in my brain of like, not to do because mm-hmm. I'm the good girl. And like, also had to have a certain body type and like not that my parents ever told me that but I was always praised for looking a certain way mm-hmm. like you know wow she looks so skinny or oh my gosh she works look at her she works out all the time and like so I always was just I just did it mm-hmm. and so I felt very I had anxiety all the time and I felt very trapped and that's when after college and when I started my own healing journey, I was like, I want a relationship where I can be myself, but I didn't know who that was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I went like two years of just like being with myself and learning like, who is Elizabeth? Because I just don't even know who I am at all. I've just been what everybody else wants me to be. And so that's kind of how I got here. And I was like, oh my God, how great is it for everybody else to also know about this too? Because Mm -hmm. now we're all probably people who are walking around not actually being who we are. (laughs) We are just who we're programmed to be. And what if we actually discovered who we actually, who we actually are and not just abandoning ourselves. Can you say that one more time? That last part we're programmed. What did you say? Oh yeah. I said that we're, we're just people who are programmed. We're, We're just like what we're programmed to be like how we are conditioned to be that's just who we are but that's not actually who we are right so like I was like that's not actually probably who knows I can be like just like a girl who like who probably loves to curse all the time who knows but I don't actually know that because I was always programmed I learned that like you know it's really unladylike to curse like that was always like programmed in my head like that's like gross and mm-hmm. like that's like it's like almost down upon so I just don't do it and like so I'm like what if I'm actually you know like that is the real me is a girl who like kind of curses sometimes I don't know what I could be but we're always just what we're conditioned to be right I think that's so huge for you to hit on because it's so true right like especially 
that first zero through five years, we're just taking in all of our surroundings and trying to figure out like who we are and who we're supposed to be and everything that's around us is what shapes us, you know? So I just have to say like, it's probably just not who you are to cuss. (laughs) If you're still not cussing and you've done like all this healing work, you're probably just not a cusser, you know? Like my husband- I, I don't like my husband cusses so much. I'm like, you definitely like this is just who he is, you know, like he's just someone like that cusses and I'm, and it sometimes it drives me crazy, but I'm like, okay, this is who he is. You know, I can't, you know, I can't change it. So I've tried to like, you know, get, it, get him to cuss much less and it's worked a little, but I'm, I'm more, I definitely cuss, but it's not like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm like going on a tangent about this. I just think it's funny that you're still saying Maybe I am a cusser, but in my opinion, like, I don't think you are or else you'd be cussing like crazy now that you found yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, I guess not, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's really interesting. I'm like, I always learned that it was very like, not ladylike yeah. and like, so certain things yeah. translate into like, you know, oh, like I don't, I don't do that or, mm-hmm. you know, certain other things like. Just, you know, being polite and being very, like, yeah, people pleaser, people people perfectionist, all the things that little girls are told to be when they're young, you know, like perfect example is my friend's daughter went to sixth grade camp and she was told, she told someone that she was going to kiss a boy, right? And she told that person, I don't want to kiss him though. And they were like, why? And she was like, well, I don't want to upset him. And so it's like, it's already starting, you know, like she's 10 years old and she doesn't want to upset him. So she's just going to people please and kiss him before she's even ready, you know? So like that thing, all of those things yeah. that happen to us when we're little girls is so very real. Did you grow up in a conservative household? Like where you're, you know, it's funny. I actually didn't. My parents, it's interesting because how do I put this? My parents are not actually very conservative. It's almost like, I don't know if it's like my mom, even if she like wanted me to be different mm-hmm. than her, like, I don't know oh. if she wanted me to be, how do I put it? It's almost like if you don't like certain aspects of yourself and you then tell your daughter not to do what you do. And like, cause she like drinks, like, I'm not like judging her in any way. I'm just saying like, she's like, you know, she's like a partier almost like she drinks. Like I don't even drink. I'm almost like, it's like the opposite. Yeah. And like. And I'm in my brain now as an adult, I'm like, mom, didn't you do these things? Like, who are you to, but it's almost like, maybe I'm like, maybe she didn't want me to be, I don't say like her, but kind of like, she didn't, you know, she wants me to be the perfect girl and try to do her best as a parent. It's, I mean, I only have a dog, so, but I can even see tendencies with myself, not that my dog's going to be perfect, but like, I see certain tendencies of like, you know, you want to always watch them and always want to be the best and like Mm -hmm. you know and it's like in all good intentions but sometimes I think it's a little too much pressure right and I think it's always good intention now as an adult like I see them like you know it's on a loving it's all out of love Mm -hmm. but even uh, like my mom was always very like hard on me like very a lot of pressure and like if I didn't do well like if I didn't succeed at something she was very like she would act like very mad at me like and like disappointed 
did. Like she would tell me like, you sucked, <laughs> like, I, you know, that game. And, you know, that I love because, you know, you can do better. It kind of then is like, you know, but it has an effect on your child. Absolutely. So, right. So then as you grow up, you're like, oh, like, you know, then you, that voice that you tell yourself is actually like, I always say to people, I'm like, that's not actually yours. Like that voice that's like, you know, you suck or like, you know, why did, why did it take you so long to do this? Or even with your body, right. oh my gosh, like you look horrible. It's not actually your voice. And it came from somewhere. Yeah. And then yeah. the question is like, where did it come from? Oh, that's so good. My, my coach right now asks me that all the time. She's like, who told you that? When I, when I say yeah. something, she's like, who taught you that? Who told you that? And I'm like, where did that come from? And then you have to go way back and you're like, oh, now I know. So yeah, that's so interesting. I love, I love thinking about that. And even now, like with, like what you're saying with your own kids or even your pets, as you're saying, you project that onto them, you know what I mean? And so it was, it was so great. Like yesterday in my coaching session, we talked a little bit about this and it was like, I was, I'm trying to give my daughter what I never had, but it's not what she needs. Like her needs are totally different and she doesn't understand what I needed was totally different or opposite of what she needs. So it's just so important to remember like your story is separate and your mom's story is separate and like all of our stories are separate, you know, but it's crazy how much it just affects us. Like that tells me so much about why you went through all of that, you know, because you, you did kind of have even though she had the best intentions, she, she knew you, you could do better. It's still the, the approach and, you know, the way, the way it was brought to you was probably painful for you, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now looking back again, it's always out of love, but also I have to, I guess like I have to be the parent that I never had yeah. at that time. Absolutely. And not saying that she didn't do a good job because she always, did show up for me actually. So, but I have to be like the loving, caring, learning to be kind to myself. And I know it's like for a lot of people, you know, we have parents who are hard on us in some way. Mm -hmm. And it's really about, like they say, like reparenting, like really just being like giving yourself that love that like, right. Let's say you look in your mirror and you're all this, you know, you're self-critical and said, you know, do it differently. Like, how can I do it differently? Like, be gentle to yourself, you know, like, it's okay. Like, talk to yourself like you would. I always tell people it's so, I guess, awkward when I, when I started my healing journey, I, how I talked to myself was like how I was spoke to. So when I, you know, you do like inner child, I was not so tender and nice. Even when I was doing it, I was like, all right, like, Elizabeth, like, it's all right. Like, not a big deal like I would talk to myself but it was a little it was still it wasn't like how you would if you saw like a five-year-old I was still like the tonality of my voice was still like a little harsh like all right like mm-hmm. it's all right just kind of get over it yeah and it up. my coach was like <laughs> yeah and my coach was like Elizabeth like no like I actually want you to send the phone right now and like talk to yourself like how you would if it's like a sleep like a child and that like oh like mother soothing it's mm-hmm. okay so now when I like tell people to do that, they're like, like, it's awkward, but I'm like, no, but it's true. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's like, love you, like be yeah. gentle to yourself 
And I just feel like we as people are just so hard on ourselves. We're like, like just mean to ourselves almost like everything. And so even now, like, you know, I didn't do that much this week or this past month. And instead, like my voice is like, Elizabeth, like you're behind, you know, like you didn't accomplish that much. Like, you know, you're falling off track. And instead of like, no, 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 it's okay. Like you're moving. Mm. You have all this going on. Like, it's all right. I love that. You have a lot going on. It's okay. You'll get it tomorrow. Like it's all in seasons or whatever, but kind of being gentle to yourself and being kind to yourself instead of having that high expectation. And when you do asking yourself, like, where did this come from? Or who told me this? You know, like, where did I hear this from? That is such a beautiful reminder. Like you just felt made me feel like all warm and fuzzy inside. Just even the way you <laughs> said it, you have such a gentle, kind voice that I felt like you were talking to me. I'm like, oh, I feel so great right now. <laughs> but yeah. such a beautiful reminder because we are we are so quick to judge ourselves. We're so quick to be hard on ourselves. And having that compassion, we have compassion for other people. We have, you know we can we can look at other people and be kind but when it comes to us we we're like wait what i have to talk to myself like that or like it changes everything when you can just have a little compassion and gentleness and curiosity and and really just you know allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to not get everything done it's okay like we can you can pick back up tomorrow or rest you know i used to have such an issue with giving, allowing myself to rest without feeling guilt or, or like irritated with myself, you know, now I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to rest and I'm going to enjoy it. And it's going to feel good. Like I have permission. I give myself permission to do that. Such a difference, you know? Yeah. And I think because in today's, I think even just today's world, like society in general, like we're always, I even see it online, like on TikTok or whatever you see like 5 a.m like there are little time stamps and it's like everyone's always doing something and then you're like oh crap like I just woke up <laughs> like it's it's 7 a.m like I just woke up and it I mean that's even was my I was creating my TikTok page to be was just like man like what happened to just being like a human being <laughs> like you know like just being human like instead of like all the 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 wake up at 5 a.m go to the gym eat your matcha your matcha tea and like doing all the things like your seven step skincare routine and I'm like oh my gosh I mean you don't do that then you're like it's just you feel like crap like you're like oh my gosh like all these girls are doing this this and this like what am I doing and yeah just, what's happened with this being like a human being and just right like not doing though or not being it they called it like the it girl like there was like an it girl mm-hmm. thing and instead it's like why can't you just be yourself like that's huge not not the it girl that's like in today's right it's like almost following today's society stuff like being that girl and it's like why can't we just like not go to pilates and like you know just like be a normal human being for like a day and you know what i wonder about that it girl too because she probably has the same exact feelings the same exact thoughts you know she's just trying to keep up trying to keep up too especially with social media, there's so much pressure, like you said, to do all the things. And I just gave up on that shit. I'm like, I cannot keep up. (laughs) I'm not even like, the only thing that I that I ever look at and 
it kind of like does something to me or our vacations because I want I want to have more vacation time. Like I want to travel more. So whenever I see that, I'm like, oh, I wish I was vacationing right now. But yes. I'm sure like subliminally and subconsciously it is going into my brain and I'm like, okay, there's a reason why I feel like I should do certain things. It's because I'm seeing it somewhere else, you know, oh, I should, you know, wake up at 5 a.m. and do all of these things because yeah, I'm seeing it on social media. I'm seeing it in movies, but yeah, it's, we could go down such a rabbit hole on this because it's so, so true. And now it's starting at such a young age, you know, that yeah. even, even my daughter who's eight, like she thinks she should have all of these things when it's like, you don't need any of this. Like none of this matters, you know, and trying to teach her that it's kind of, it's a challenge, you know, and when that's all that they know is this new generation is it's really hard to show them the other side and like what my childhood was like, especially. But I want yeah. to dig in really fast to a few major things that you went through, you know, once you started this healing journey for yourself and, you know, what were, what were the big breakthroughs that you had going from a people pleasing, you know, I'll be whatever type of girl you want me to be to make sure that you're happy. And then really just discovering like, wait a second, this is not who I am. I'm not being authentic. And finally coming into Elizabeth, you know, like what, what have been your big breakthroughs? Yeah. So I remember I would tell everybody this story. I remember it so vividly, but I remember the, you know, when I was first starting that journey and at the time my coach was like, take out a picture of, you know, who you were when you're little and just look at her Mm -hmm. and just like, kind of like feel her essence and like kind of what she has to say to you. And I remember I, and I haven't taken a, you know, we don't normally do that. So I Mm -hmm. haven't looked at a picture of me when I was a little girl So I remember the first time in, you know, I was 22 when I did this, maybe. So in like 22 years, I have not looked at a picture of me, like really sat with it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I did that and I just cried. Wow. And I, because I realized a big, the first biggest breakthrough I had was, and I know I kind of mentioned it, but it was so like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I realized like how much I left who I actually was to just be in a relationship wow. and be loved. Like I realized like, oh my gosh, like, like I remember like looking at her and being like, I failed this little girl. Like I failed her because I left her. And even though it was a hard, like I just cried because I just felt so like I just left me. Like I just was so, and like I looked at her and I was like this sweet, innocent, like mm-hmm. precious little girl. I was been so mean to her and just like just like kind of didn't give a crap about her to just be loved like that was all it was for and by people that like don't really matter like it was all for Mm -hmm. just approval and so that was the first real big big breakthrough that I had the second biggest breakthrough I think was just learning how to be with myself which was really difficult like just being with me and learning what that's like, because after just being single, I've never actually did that before. Like I never just sat with myself and hung out with myself and like enjoyed my time. Like not just like on the phone and sitting with myself, actually enjoying the time I had with me. And so I remember one day I was I was scrolling through Bumble actually because I was like didn't want to be alone 
And so, and I was only doing it for that reason. Like I was only doing it, like not because I wanted to date somebody. I knew in my head, like I was like, I don't care about getting to know these people. I was like, I just want something to do this weekend because I don't want to be alone. Wow. Wait, and is then Bumble I had, like, a dating app? Is Bumble a dating app? Yeah, okay, yeah the Bumble is a dating app. And so I was just kind of like, I was just wanted to do something that weekend and didn't want to be alone because I had so much anxiety just like, being with myself. And yeah. so I remember the one day I, I sat there, it was like a Friday night, and I was like, this is the exact problem, Elizabeth. Like, you can't be with yourself. Like, you're only doing this. You're so afraid of like being by yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I made a decision. I was like, I deleted the app. I said, you know what? I'm not even going to even bother going out with somebody. Like, I'm just going to hang out with myself like every weekend. And if it was like my girlfriends or whatever, but like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And at the time, my girlfriends had a boy, like they're all dating somebody. So it kind of happened at that time period. So I was like, this is your chance to just be with you. And then I remember I went to, I made a decision to go to, to Europe by myself. Cause I was, I didn't think I could do things on my own. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is your, like, you know, your, yeah, your thing that, like, you know, like you could do it. Like it was after like two years, like I've been doing this for a little while. So I was like, let me travel by myself and like be with myself and like mm-hmm. have fun with her and know that I can also do things on my own, like travel, like figure out transportation, like not needing somebody. Cause I yeah. always, I guess the biggest thing was needing everything outside of me Yeah, and like needing the person to keep me safe, needing somebody to make me feel loved and give me that validation and needing the person to like, you know, always needing these, and I mean, just relationship wise, but just like everything, like needing everything to make me feel mm-hmm. good about myself. Yeah. All these external things. Yes. Yes. Like all the praising and all the love and the yeah. safety, like depending on, and it actually translated to my relationship. Well, my now married, but when we started dating too, like it all translated into that also. Mm-hmm. And so just learning how to actually give that to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not needing that external, that external validation that I was always kind of searching for. Yeah, I can connect with that 100%. I, I feel like I could have said everything you just said myself because I was so much like you before, you know, I started doing all the healing work that I've done over the past couple of years, always looking for external validation, always looking for safety in someone else. And then you know what song like really got me was Adele to be loved. Do you know that song? Yes. Yeah. Okay, like that song. that song. Oh my I gosh. When I was like going through the thick of it, when I was just like, I felt lost. I felt alone. I felt broken. I used to listen to that song and it was, and it says things like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to hold myself up this time. Like, I'm not going to have someone else hold me up. And then it it talks about, you know, to be loved just for exactly who I am. And something clicked one day and I was like, I am the one that can love me exactly who I am. Because when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, for, you know, my husband to love me or or maybe it's not him. Maybe it's someone else or, you know, and like just looking, looking, looking. 
And so I was like, wait, me, hello, I can be the one to love myself exactly how I need to be loved. And it just like switched everything for me. And that song, that song, I still listen to it. And I'm like, I can go back to that girl two and a half years ago and just like know exactly how she feels, you know? So I totally relate to everything you said. It's such a vulnerable place to be. And I feel like so many women are in that place or have been in that place and can relate to it, you know, because we're, we're, I mean, not, I'm sure that there's like lots of confident women out there that aren't looking for validation, but I feel like a lot of women look, are looking for validation, especially because of social media. You post a selfie, you post a picture, a sexy picture and all those comments, those are all validation. Those are all you know, you getting that praise, you're filling something, you're filling some kind of void inside yourself and, and it feels good, you know? So I feel like a lot, a lot of women can relate to this topic. And I, I'm so yeah. proud of you for taking that leap and like really changing that because so many women get stuck in that forever. And, and you actually had the courage to know, to recognize the signs and then know that you wanted to do something about it because you didn't want to feel that anxious attachment anymore. You didn't want to be the chaser anymore. You wanted to love, be loved for exactly who you were. And that's a brave thing to do. So brave. So great job. I commend you. Yeah, thank you. And it's not even just like relationships. It's like even business. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Talk about like when I was thinking about my mom and like, success like you know like if I'm always looking for that external validation like when I when I first started coaching I was always looking I had anxiety all the time so I was like mm-hmm. am I did I do a good job did I not do it right she hasn't messaged me like is she okay like that was all the time <laughs> and I was like I was like how can this feel safe for them if I'm always like that That's so, so it happened how you do one thing is how you do everything so if you're like always doing that with relationships like how are you doing that in other ways in your life? And for me, that really showed up in the biggest way was like, and right, then, you know, being yourself online and everything, like, that's like a whole different Mm. topic. So it's like, you do it everywhere. And it's question is like, right, like notice when it's showing up. And I guess it's hard on yourself when it does come up, just kind of notice it and just be like, okay, like, this is interesting about myself. Like, I didn't know I did this. And this kind of, you know, like, again, kind of going back to like kindness, like just mm-hmm. being gentle and kind, but just notice it when it comes yeah. up. I think what you said is so important. We actually did this in QRE, remember, like in the very beginning when it was like, what's your relationship, you know, with your partner? And and then you like look at your relationship with your business or you look at your relationship with your family and, and all of them seem to be similar, you know, in some way. And it's like, well, however your relationship is, with your like in your romantic relationships could very well be how you treat your business too so you're right there's so much overlap if you're anxious and you're you know you're looking for that validation you're going to be the same way in your business so once you become secure in yourself and you learn how to find that safety in here and you don't need any external validation you know who you are you know what you stand for you know what your why is it's not going to matter which relationship or which business you're in, you're going to show up the same every single time because you're secure with who you are. So that work, all of that internal, you know, personal development work is so important because of that, because not only is it going to help you like in your, your partnership with, you know, your partner, your marriage or whatever it is, but also how you show up at work 
also how you show up as a business owner, how you show up as a friend, how you show up as a daughter. It affects everything. So such a great point. Thank you for bringing that up. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, yeah, an important note, because sometimes we just forget like, oh, wow. And it's, that's like another aha moment that I had was like, wow, this, you know, shows up everywhere. Like, ooh, like with your body, with everything. Like, yes, like, like, <laughs> like, how do I, it's like it's looking at everything and, you know, again, it could be overwhelming, but just, yeah, just like, I think just noticing yeah. being aware is like the biggest thing, like just awareness in general. Yeah. And noticing like how your, your attachments affects like your relationships, you know, like that secure, anxious, um, yeah, Yeah, like all of those. This attachment avoidant, anxious avoidant. Yeah. I can have like a whole conversation about that. That's like a whole nother topic, but yeah, Yeah. it comes when you're trying to be right. Like somebody else. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you, aren't getting the love that yeah. your anxiousness comes out or yeah. an avoidance. I was more, I was more of an anxious, yeah, me too. anxious person. So <laughs> me too. I'm like, why aren't you calling me back? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> Are you mad at me? <laughs> you know, that's how, that's how it was in the beginning of like my husband and I relationship. It was like, Oh my gosh, I sat down and I was like, I need to like do something about this because yeah. I was like, if I don't, that's kind of what I really did. I, we were both like, I was super anxious. He was like, because of that, he was like more of like avoidant mm-hmm. type. And so he was driving me crazy and not like him. He wasn't doing actually really much. It was just like my own yeah. perception, like what was happening. And so I was like, I always felt this way in every relationship. And I said, enough. And I said, I told him, I said, I need to do some healing work. He had no idea what I was doing. So he just was like, <laughs> okay, Elizabeth. I said, I need to do some healing work. And in my head, I was like, he's either going to come with me or he's not. Like, yeah. because I said, it's either going to be with him or it's going to be with somebody else. But either way, like, I'm yeah. going to have this safe, secure, like, I'm going to work to have, and I knew it had something to do with me. Like, I never blamed him. It was always like, yeah there's something going on with me like I need to really I need to let go which is is the hardest thing I found working with women every woman or not just woman but you know I've only worked with women but every person I've worked with that was the biggest overall difficult thing is to just let go Mm. and just like absolutely like whatever is meant to happen to happen yeah uh, which is hard yeah I still work on that all the time. I was going to say, I used to be so jealous of my, my best friend, like back in high school, because she never cared, like if a guy called her back or she's like, whatever, they'll call when they call. And I'm like, what? Like, how can you just be so relaxed about it? You know, or, or she'd be like, eh, like, I like him, but I really don't care. Like, she just like, didn't care. Like she did, it, it, she let everything go. She let everything slide off her back. She wasn't like super anxious about anything. And now that I think about it, my husband's kind of like that too. He's and they're both Sagittariuses, so maybe that has something to do with it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, and and I'm like the opposite of both of them, but they're like the closest people to me, you know. So, it's just yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I'm more. I uh, I also have difficulty letting go. I always tell like people or like people I work with. I'm like, it's. I remember I'm. Um, I was working with one girl, and she's like, I don't know why I can't just like figure this out, and I'm like you and everybody else like yeah you know, like it's not like issue you have like it's just right. 
it's just part of life. Like in anything, it's scary. It's something, especially if it's new and, you know, and it's just something consciously, like, I remember just like sitting and being like, I don't have control of this. Like Mm -hmm. I, I only have so much control. And so I was like, whatever is going to happen. I remember my coach telling me this and it really changed my perspective. She was like, Elizabeth, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And so she's like, though, actually, the more you're trying to control, you're prolong you're also blocking the beautiful things that are actually meant to come from the relationship because like you can't do one or the other you can't block the bad but also like you know it's receive the nice. good she's like if you're yeah she's like if you're trying to control while you're while you are trying to you're just prolonging what's really just inevitably going to happen she's like you're also blocking the great things from happening right and, and so when she said that I was like yeah, I was like, I have to, I have to let go. And like for this relationship to, cause it was kind of like, you know, we're getting to a point where I was like, it's for it to, it can't continue the way it was. And I was like, so for it to grow, like it's either, right. I'm going to, I'm just prolonging it for meant to mm-hmm. not work out or I have to let go. And so I was like, I need to just see what happens. You know, we've all gone through difficult things. And I was like, I can do it again if it's necessary. And, you know, and just let go. Surrender. Surrender. And what will be, will be. I always, that's one of my affirmations is, you know, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. My, everything is unfolding as it should, because I truly believe that. And and with everything in my life, it's like I've heard so many times, you know, especially by Gabby Bernstein, you know, it doesn't matter the how. The how doesn't matter. You know, it's you you have where you want to go. Like, I'm going to have a coaching business. How I'm going to get there, I have no idea yet, you know, but if I take steps and I work towards it a little bit every day or every week, I'm going to get there. So the how does not matter, you know, like that's the part we want to control. How exactly am I going to do it? And you try to plan everything out and then, you know, it goes to shit and you're like, wait, why did I even plan anything? You know, it's it's just a matter of trust and believing that it will unfold as it should and and really just allowing God or the universe or whatever you believe in to just you know release release the control and release that that pressure and responsibility to have to have it all figured out because you don't you know it's going going to happen as it should so so many great points that you brought up thank you so much elizabeth can you can you tell everyone where to find you i'd love for people to explore your instagram and your social media and see all of your beautiful posts yeah so um my my main piece is really like the only the main place I show up is Instagram. I'm just starting TikTok and okay. It's a it's like a work in progress. I hear so, you. <laughs> yeah, it's not something that again getting used to, I'm getting used to it. So you can just follow me on Instagram at the Elizabeth Adams. It was different, but now I got married. So I changed <laughs> it. Um, okay, so what is so, it? Yep, it's the like T H E and then Elizabeth Adams. Perfect. I'll go ahead and link it in the show notes too. So anyone who wants to give Elizabeth a follow and check out her healing journey or work with her one-on-one, she is a coach and she helps women find that self-love piece and, and beyond, you know, you know, all of your potential that becomes apparent once you're able to let go and surrender and start fresh. Like you said, I'm so excited for your future and I can't wait to continue watching you grow. And thank you so much for joining me and my audience today. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Goodbye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. 
If you loved what you heard, please leave me a review on iTunes, share it with your friends and tag me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at healinganddealing.podcast and by joining our Facebook group. Be sure to follow me for inspiration, tips, and exciting news about upcoming episodes. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one or have questions or comments about what you heard today, please email me at healinganddealing.podcast at gmail.com. Your support means the world to me. I'm so grateful to be sharing my voice and the voices of others with you. Now, let's keep healing and dealing. We'll see you in the next episode.